Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Tuesday, June 6th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the metropolitan area. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Christina Lulich. And I'm Caroline Ely. Let's get into some of today's headlines. If you're outside in New York City, you might have noticed a redder sun or difficulty breathing. Yeah, Caroline, that could be because of the air quality in the city. And wildfires in Canada are mainly to blame. Smoke from the eastern provinces of Quebec and Nova Scotia is affecting the air quality in New York City. This resulted in the state's Department of Environmental Conservation issuing an air quality health advisory through midnight. They suggest limiting strenuous outdoor activity to avoid any health issues. New York City is starting an initiative that'll incentivize food education in schools. The idea behind the program is for public school kids to discover healthier options when deciding what to eat. Mayor Adams says the plan is an ambitious project that will expand programs such as plant-powered Fridays or meatless Mondays. But Adams says when it comes to food for students, there are some standards you have to meet. We should also make sure food must look good, it must be good, but it must taste good. Adams says the program's main goal is combating the city's diabetes epidemic. Over 10% of New York City residents have the disease. So by encouraging healthy eating habits, the mayor hopes the city can help lower its health care crisis by getting to the root of the issue. The requirements for New Yorkers to qualify for food stamps have changed. That's right, Caroline. Nearly 750,000 adults may lose federal food assistance because of the deal to prevent a debt default. The bipartisan agreement toughened work requirements for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. It's also known as SNAP, or food stamps. SNAP already has work requirements for people ages 18 to 49 who do not have children. So this change will mainly affect adults ages 50 to 54. Negotiators from both sides made it clear publicly and privately that it was the biggest area of disagreement. And people are saying the tougher work requirements could be harder for older adults who are already facing discrimination due to their age. While the discussion was ultimately made to prevent the country from defaulting, the issue of restricting federal food assistance still remains divisive. A Long Island high school student is getting his own holiday. That's right. Junior Ethan Brown successfully convinced his district to close schools the Friday before Memorial Day weekend. Students will get the day off if the district doesn't use any of its allocated snow days. Brown thought of the idea in late February, when his school did not shut down despite bad weather and road conditions from a storm the evening before. So the Friday before Memorial Day will now be known as Ethan Brown Snow Day. It'll be a well-deserved break for the students in the Long Island School District. This evening, New Yorkers can participate in the Poets' House annual bridge walk. For over two decades, the Library and Literary Center has invited people to celebrate historic writers like Walt Whitman and Langston Hughes. There will be readings at scenic spots as participants walk across the Brooklyn Bridge. An all-star hip-hop concert was just announced, and it's headed to Yankee Stadium this August. The lineup features Run DMC, Lil Wayne, Snoop Dogg, and T.I. There will also be a Queens of Hip-Hop set. Tickets will be on sale Thursday. On this day in 1968, the Rolling Stones recorded their smash hit, Sympathy for the Devil. That's right, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards worked together to produce the platinum record that topped the charts in multiple countries. The lyrics recount historical atrocities from the perspective of the devil. The songwriting duo said their inspiration came from the works of famous authors like Baudelaire and Bulgakov. Joining us now is WFUV's Jay Doherty. He's here to tell us about an update on voting in New York City. 
So, Jay, tell us more about this new initiative, Golden Day. Absolutely. New York City has recently implemented a new system where residents can both register to vote and cast their ballot on the same day. And that day is June 17th. The initiative is a game changer for voter accessibility, and that's why voting advocates are calling it Golden Day. So how is this policy enacted? Christina, Golden Day is the result of a law signed by Governor Kathy Hochul last December, which shortened the voter registration deadline from 25 days before an election to 10 days. This means there's a single day before the election where people can register to vote uh, the same day they go to the polls. And Jay, elaborate on how the process works. How do New Yorkers register and vote on the same day? Well, to register and vote on the same day, eligible New Yorkers must visit an early voting poll site or the Board of Elections office. They'll need to provide proof of identity and residency, like a New York State's driver's license, utility bill, or bank statement. And once the registration is confirmed, they will receive a ballot to cast their vote immediately. So with this new system, what should New Yorkers do if they want to take part in Golden Day? Well, for people who are interested, it's always good to check the official New York City Board of Elections website or contact their office to confirm if same-day registration is available for a particular election. Now, Jay, is there a specific timeline or a deadline for New Yorkers to register and vote on the same day? Yes, there is, Christina. The same-day registration option is available during the early voting period for each election. This starts 10 days before the election and ends on the Sunday before Election Day. And, Jay, before you go, have there been any reactions from voters or officials about Golden Day? Yes, this new system has received positive feedback from voters and officials alike. Many residents appreciate the increased accessibility and the chance to make their voices heard, even if they miss the traditional registration deadline. But still, some are concerned that the logistics of the rollout in coordination with local election authorities might be hectic in such a large state like New York. But still, officials hope that this initiative will encourage higher voter turnout and further engage the community in the electoral process. With WFUV News... I'm Jay Doherty. Thanks, Jay. Before we wrap up, today marks the 79th anniversary of D-Day. It's when the Allied forces of the United States, Canada, and Britain stormed the beaches of Normandy, France, which was occupied by the Nazis. It was the largest land, sea, and air invasion ever attempted, and its success is still widely celebrated. And that's our show for today. I'm Caroline Ely. And I'm Christina Lulich. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, and culture. And tell your friends they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org or wherever you get your podcasts.